and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today we are joined with the ever-inspiring Coach LT. Coach LT, by her universe-led purpose and passion, is a health and wellness coach and goes by Coach LT, which stands for the LT way, love yourself and tame your inner child. She coaches high-achieving women to mother their inner child with love notes so that they can get into the best shape of their lives from the inside out. And when I think of Coach LT, I think of just loving myself, honestly. She talks about what it means to belong versus fitting in, which is, as, as many of you know, a theme for this podcast, but she does it in a but she talks about it in a way that really brings it home for me personally. We talk quite a bit about what it looks like to make choices to fit in, especially when it comes to our physical bodies, especially as women, and really invites us to let go of all of it, to just let go of all of it in service of being who we were divinely created to be as we walk this earth in this lifetime. So with that, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode, this interview with my dear friend, Coach LT. Grab your tea, grab your cozy spot, your blanket, and cozy up to this episode of The Intuitive Activist. Let's begin. Oh, Coach LT, hello, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me, Lenny. Oh my gosh, you are radiating. I see like glowing energy coming through you. What what is on your heart, my friend? I guess I'm just really happy to be here and um, happy to share my story. It is part of my story. And I guess do the things that God has called me to do, the energy of being in the moment. Mm, There's nothing like it. It's really hard to be in that moment, especially in today's day and age. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is so hard. And when you say today's day and age, I literally think today, like 2021 is hard. 2020 was hard. 2021 is rough. There's a lot in the air. Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm being called to ask you is just, gosh, Tell us a little bit about Coach LT. Who are you? What is your divine work in this world? How are you making changes? How are you sourcing your intuition to do so? That's a heavy That's like a four-part question. (laughs) That wasn't even one question. That was like four. So I'll ask that big, long question, and then you let whatever is moving through you come through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know if I can really define what Coach LT is because she's still learning who she is, right? In the um, she's like still a work in progress, but also a masterpiece. And Coach LT was really birthed out of my own needs. I was in a place last year actually with a pandemic, and it's funny, but not really, because I look at the pandemic now as a blessing. Despite of everything that happened, to me, 
it was a blessing in disguise because it really gave me the time and space to hold my deepest desire to really be the person that I always desired to be, but I didn't know. So I was in a space where I was in a rut in my career and I was doing some coaching, mindset coaching. And at that time, I had a nudge. And I still don't like to use the word nudge because we feel like with energy or with even like the Holy Spirit talking to us, like it's been so perverted that now we can't even acknowledge that we are vessels and the Holy Spirit keeps like moving through us. So I literally had a dream of like, you know, doing something within the health and wellness field. And I sent my coach at the time, we probably know, I don't know, a connect or no, an email. And I said, I'm blocking this because I'm not near where I need to be to start like telling people what to know, like to start impacting women within the health and wellness uh, journey. And at the time I had started what I now refer to my self-love journey. And I need to do that because I felt like I was lost, like as an individual, right? My identity was so tied to me being a wife, me being a mother, me being a sister, a friend, but also just like a career woman. It was so tied to being a career woman. Like everything was so after me reaching my career goals that I don't necessarily think that I knew at a time who was Laura, what were the desires, what were the needs. And I didn't feel like I was enough because you're always like after something, you're always comparing yourself with, and you always have like those benchmark, you know, those performance, those expectations that you have to reach in order to move to the next level, the next level. So it was always going after something. And I needed to stop and really remind myself that I was enough, that I was loved, that I was beautiful and everything. So I started recording my voice and it's interesting because I never really liked my voice, which sounds like so weird because people would tell me, oh, I like the way you sound. But because I didn't like my voice and I didn't appreciate my accents, it was weird to me at the beginning when I was listening to those voice notes, but I started like comparing myself. They start like very short, you know, less than two minutes. And I start like building on it. And I start like listening to my voice while I was walking, sometimes on repeat, especially at the beginning, because it's just so short. Lelani, I will cry during some of those walks, but it was more like cathartic type of crying, like some type of like deliverance where you feel like something is coming through you, but you still don't know what it is. You just can't put your name to it. I couldn't put a name to it. And over time, I realized that every day those walks were really something I was looking forward to. And they really put me in a place where, and again, just listening to my own voice, putting me in a place where I was talking to myself. I was providing a safe space to myself. And I realized then that my inner girl has been throwing tantrums all these years that need to be addressed. And I know all, that I think right? all of us have her. <laughs> so that's kind of like, you know, the journey of Coach LT. And then I started sharing my love notes with friends and family. I started like a very small group and started sharing my notes and some of my aha moments. And I realized, at least with the women within the group, that my journey was not that far off from their journey. It was not that much different. The difference being that a lot of women, because we want to be so strong, 
because we want to hold space for everybody else but ourselves, we don't share. We're not vulnerable enough to share our stories, right? And even when we have some spaces, quote unquote, safe space, we don't share enough because we also have in the back of our minds the fear of, oh, I thought she was this you know, person, but this is really what she's going through. And then people start treating you different because of part of your story that you heard. So it was important for me at the time to really offer a space where women will feel comfortable sharing their stories, but also guiding them. Because literally, I did not see myself being a coach, if I can be that vulnerable. Like, I'm a CPA. I've been a tax advisor for a little over 16 years, and that's all I do. That's all I know, right? So to me, this is very new, and it was strange. But at the same time, it felt like it was something that's always been inside of me. This was one of those things where... It's new, but also familiar at the same time, if that resonates. I hear that as remembering, like Mm. you remembered who you were. You remembered who source created you to be. So with that remembering, how did that shift everything for you? (sighs) It's interesting. A couple of things. Like one thing that really, really kept coming to me was, this Bible verse that I really love a lot is found uh, one thirty nine. I believe you are fearfully and wonderfully created, but we don't always believe that, right? At least I did not all the time. Like I will have it in the back of my mind, we recited, but not necessarily believing in it because, and again, we have like the walls around us telling us what we should be, what we should look like instead of us really embracing our uniqueness. So that Bible verse really stirs something in me, really reminding me whose daughter I was, right? And I think Mm. it's part of that that really also helped me to rise up and really take the position that you always had it in you, but now you have to believe it. But how can you believe into something if you don't take the time to pour into you. And I think that's even when I look back, it's like all the backgrounds and also that deep down, even though I spent so many years trying to find myself, even like forgetting about myself, that it was still in there. And once I connected with that, there was this shift that happened. And we we don't always, we cannot always put words to that shift and we cannot always put a time where we say, okay, this is when it happened. It just happens and then you know, right? And at that time, I felt like, well, this is bigger than me. <laughs> and oh, I yeah. want to share this with you know other women and I want to be able to impacting one woman at a time because if we, everything we do when we think about it really stems from a place of self-love, whether we like it or not. And that's mm-hmm. really what helped me to start making decisions with my nutrition, even the way I carry myself, even work in the professional world, right? Where now you don't necessarily bring, I mean, you still code switch here and there, but you still bring your authentic self. You don't bring like your representative because that was exhausting, right? And that was one of the issues like, you know what? I'm cutting my hair. I'm living in like, you know, natural because I have yes. to accept me the way I am, right? And not trying like to cover my accent in a way because then again, it was just like so exhausting, right? And then now it's just like, you know, presenting me, coming forward as I am and understanding that I'm not for everyone. 
and that's mm. perfectly fine. Say that again. And because of it, <laughs> I'm able to not only show up being unapologetic about who I am, but guess what? I'm also attracting the people who like this real me. Mm-hmm. And I've made so many like connections that I don't think I would have ever made if I did not embrace myself to begin with. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Coach LT, you're preaching. You're bringing us to church. I feel like the spirit just moves through you so easily. And what's really coming through right now is this notion that there are angels on earth. There are those of us who have this higher power moving through us and higher purpose in our lives here, our human lives. And so with that knowledge, well, first of all, I invite you to talk about your experience around that. Do you identify as an angel? And what does that mean for you as Coach LT, for your nutrition, your movement, all of that? How does it impact it? It impacts it a lot in a sense that everything is divinely ordained. Everything is divinely inspired, but we have to tap into that. And I don't think we do a better job at understanding the spirituality that manifests into the physical. And that's sometimes where we have a lot of disconnect because our spirituality is so broken that we don't necessarily understand what's going on in our physical realm. So to me, it's really important. And there are a couple of things where I really take it to heart where you cannot or it'll be like an uphill battle for you to walk into your purpose when you are physically sick. It's just going to be really hard, right? And then, you know, we have people like you. And I'm not saying like not having any type of like handicap, no. Like really being sick in your body. And that means treat your body the way it needs to be treated so you have the energy, you have what you need to walk into your purpose. Because your body is a temple. It is a temple. Do we treat it as a temple? Not all the time, but why, right? And it starts with mental. Your mental health is very important because health and wellness, that's not just entitled to your body. Your mental health is very important. And that's the first thing. And that's part of my coaching framework as well, where like we really focus on the mindset, we focus on your mental health. And I'm not a therapist, but we want you to be mentally sound for you to walk into your purpose. Because your mindset is the thing that will help you to really start making the decision on a daily basis that will support you as an individual. Mm. And if you cannot support yourself, you cannot walk into your purpose. In order for you to be able to work in your purpose, you have to be the sound mindset and also the right body. So that's important. And it also comes through together with your spirituality. Because to me, my spirituality now grants me more than ever. And I hate to say that. And if my mama hears this or my sister, because it's quite spiritual, the pandemic, again, has really brought me closer to God where I really spend the time in the words, really understanding some things where you really start even like manifesting. And again, the word manifestation is so perverted in this world that even a Christian or spiritual people, they have a hard time visualizing and manifesting Mm -hmm. because they just can't. I feel like manifestation has become bastardized. Mm -hmm. I feel as though 
we have completely lost sight of what manifestation actually is. I see a lot of content on Instagram and I'm a big Instagrammer because that is just my mode as are you, my sister. (laughs) (laughs) But I see all of this double click for, you know, you'll have a million dollars or whatever. And it's like, that is not manifestation. That is not manifestation. Manifestation is And there's a message coming through here. Manifestation is the alignment of our, to your point, mental, physical, and spiritual being in alignment with what source has deemed for us. It's not about anything else. It's not about me wanting money. It's not about me wanting a husband. It is about what our source is telling us is needed in this moment and how we align to that. So I see you, you, I just took you to church. What is happening? Coach LT? <laughs> I had to put myself on mute because <laughs> you know, I, was I saw it. I was like, she's feeling, she's feeling the spirit. Tell me what is happening. And it is so true. What you just said, what is your source? Right. And it all goes back to what is your why? And is your why in alignment with the source? To me, it's more like, is your line in alignment with my faith? Is my why in alignment with what God wants me to do? And it's not easy to find those answers. It's not, right? Because, you know, tomorrow I might change. I don't know. But now I feel like this is what I'm called to do. And even with the vision, the manifestation in the Bible says, you know, write your vision down. Write it. Because if you don't have a vision, how can you manifest what you're not visioning, right? And what you just said, like a click here, you're going to have a million dollars, whatever. And that's somehow we get so lost in the shuffle because we try to get somebody else's dream, Mm. somebody else's why and make it ours. But it's all yours and it's not going to be. So how are you going to be intentional about something that is not yours, that is not in alignment with you or with your intention? And that's how we fail. So it's really important to me, at least, to really start with your why, to get deep mm-hmm. into what is your intention, what is your why, and then how are you going to be in alignment for you to manifest that why? So it really comes down to intention, attention, and alignment, like my coach says all the time. What I'm sensing right now is it starts with the mental and emotional health. As you mentioned, you're, you know, you've been saying like, it has to start here. Nothing else, like not our spiritual, not our physical, like nothing can get into alignment if our minds are not right. And to get Mm -hmm. your mind right. Again, I'm going back to this example about double click. If you know, the person that double clicks is like, Oh gosh, I really want a million dollars. I'm going to double click and just, I'm hoping, but the problem is why to your point, Mm -hmm. why is a million dollars what you're after? period. And if you drill deeper and deeper and you ask your why 20 times, what a lot of folks will probably see is that your why has absolutely nothing to do with what your spirit actually wants and needs. What your why is about fitting in. Your why is about fitting in and your why is about comfort. I want to be comfortable. How many millionaires do we see who are uncomfortable? When we try to seek the answers outside of source, we're always going to come up with the wrong answer, period. Absolutely. So that's what, what was coming through. So tell me, gosh, okay. 
I feel like we could geek out on like this, this stupid double, know, click, right? double click to manifest. So, but what I want to ask and what I've been like dying to ask you is as angels, we are angels. I have been feeling really called to move, like move my body, move energy and eat well. I've been craving avocados and cucumbers. And, and I'm like that. And anybody that knows me, my sister's going to listen to this and be like, BS. That's not true. (laughs) Like I know how you eat and that's not, but that's all I've been wanting. And I think it's because I'm finally in spiritual and emotional alignment. Mm -hmm. And so, and my physical is the one that's always catching up. And so my question to you is for those angels out there who are kind of the physical is lagging behind, what is the role of movement and how can we step into that more naturally? Ooh, that's a very good question. Body movement is very important for many different reasons. You need to move your body because when you don't move your body, you have some other muscles that can just go uh, to sleep or whatever, but you have to move your body. And what I tell people in general is choose something that speaks to you. Choose something that you can enjoy doing, that you look forward to doing, right? So it doesn't become a, I have to work out or I have to move, but you're really telling yourself that I get to work out. I get to move more like over like an appreciation of what your body can do. Like I started with walking this time around. I mean, I worked out in the past. I was like a gym mouse <laughs> if you want, but this time around, I really started with something that I really enjoyed. I love being out. I love walking. And I was really looking forward to my walk, you know, like a one mile walk during my lunchtime or in the morning. And that was it. And it was not with the uh, intent of, oh, my God, I got to lose weight. No, it was more like I need to move my body. And the more I started doing it, the more I enjoyed it. And I started like progressively move into other type of body movements, more like strength training, because I'm really into like those needs to get my energy out, right? But you really have to do what calls to you. And I love to dance. There are some times where I don't do any crazy workout. It's just like dancing. And where I just like, let my body move, let my body go with the flow, with the rhythm of the music, but really honoring that part of you. And I think that's why sometimes, it is so hard for people to stick to a workout regimen because a lot of time we work against our bodies. We want to do the spin class because, you know, so-and-so is in class and say it was good. No offense to that, but are you doing it because so-and-so just told you to do it or are you doing it because you want to do it? And there'll be times where we have to get out of comfort zone, right? When we have to challenge yourself, but we have to start from a place of understanding why is it important for us to move. You need the energy. And again, you need to have the body, the health that you need to do the things you are called to do, to have the impact you are called to have on this earth. And you cannot do it with a sick body. When you were talking about the spin class, and again, nothing against spin. If you love spinning, spin your little heart out. That is- I love spinning, yeah. If you love spinning. But I kind of, it reminds me of bar. I tried bar once Mm. and I'm a dancer. I never tried it. (laughs) You might like it. And I'm sure tons of listeners love bar. I used to dance. So I was like, well, I love dancing and I love, I hated bar, but all my friends at the time were like, oh, I love bar. Bar is so great. Did you go to bar? And I went the one time and I was like, I 
hate this. Why do I hate this so much? And everybody loves it. And so what it makes me think of is this, and I never went again because I'm not the person that will like do an exercise to fit in. I'm like, mm-hmm. like it pass. But I think that there are a lot of folks that will. What it's making me think is fitting in versus belonging, right? And the role that fitting in plays in not only our movement and what we choose to do for movement, but also how we eat. Like how many times have we been on a first date and we order a salad when really we wanted like cheese fries and a cheeseburger? Like, why do we do this to ourselves? And sorry. So that's not the question. I really, what I also wanted to say is before Cause I have to move my body before I record the podcast. Like I have to get my mm-hmm. energy moving, whether that's like erratic dancing to whatever music I have playing or, or taking a long walk. And this morning I only had like five minutes and I heard source telling me like, go take your shoes off and go walk in the grass. Grounding. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I realized I need to ground. I, and that was a message I got. And that's the other thing when you're not listening to like these messages about go move your body, you're also missing like the bigger messages. And the bigger message that was there was you're going to live on the coast at some point because you need to connect your feet to the earth every single morning, period. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Right. And the other piece about fitting in is that you should have seen the ways that I was moving in this grass. It was ridiculous. I like put on that body, yada, 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 you know, that song. And I was just like, I was just living my best MF life. And I live in an apartment complex and I am a thousand percent sure my neighbors were looking out the window. Like, what is she doing? Is she crazy? Does she live here? What is happening? But I just like, I felt it. I felt it in my bones. And I was just like, that's what I want to do to move. And I was like doing lunges and I was like throwing my arms in the air. I mean, I know you're cracking up, but it's like, that is what's required. And that is not, that is like, not just not fitting in. That is the antithesis of fitting in is allowing our bodies to move in the ways that our bodies are craving to move period. Mm-hmm. So, t- okay. That was a very long way to say, tell me what you see the role of fitting in and how can we let that go? How do we let go of fitting in in service of allowing our bodies to move and eat in the ways that they crave? Oof, it's a process. How can I put it? Personally, I will say that it's probably the inner work. With you creating awareness around who you are, create awareness around your identity. Because once you know how unique you are, how set apart you are, how chosen you are, you will bring yourself with a sense of belonging rather than with the um, hand raise of, can I be here? You know, do I fit here? Mm, You know what I mean? So it's really getting that awareness of who you are, being rooted and grounded. And I like what you said with going outside and just have your feet on the ground, whatever the earth. And I do it a lot. And it's so funny because I used to do it and there was no language to it. I didn't know what it was. Like I grew up in Africa and that's what we do all day, every day. Right. But now there's like some science behind it. <laughs> there's so much science behind it. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about 
yeah, what? we can go back to that. But uh, and the the reason why I like it really, and again, it keeps me grounded. And I sometimes where when I know I have something heavy coming into the afternoon, like a call where I'm going to have some type of difficult conversation or where I feel like, you know, I have this imposter syndrome coming and say, do you think you're going to be able to handle this call? I do grounding to really remind me again, like, who's am I? Right, like to ground myself into my identity, to ground myself into knowing that all my experiences brought me here and I belong here. I belong into this room. I belong on this conference call. I belong. And it's really that sense where sometimes, and again, we shift and move around in this world as if we don't belong, where we feel we need to ask for permission to fit in. You don't need to fit in. Sometimes you can't even fit in. And if you can, then you're trying to distort yourself, make yourself, and usually you won't make yourself big. You'll make yourself so small just so you can be accepted where you cannot even be accepted. You just like tolerate it, right? So it's really important to be grounded. So when I hear you say that, Coach LT, when you talk about fitting in versus belonging, I have always thought of belonging as belonging to a collective. What I hear you saying is like belonging to yourself. And belonging to, to God, to source absolutely, and, Mm -hmm. and knowing that you were born belonging to source. Mm -hmm. And if we can get out of the anxiety of, do I belong? And we can just accept that we belong to source, then we're no longer, we don't need to fit in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like then fitting in doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So the moral of the story is go out, listen to body, yada, yada, you know, and then just like move your body, twerk it, do you, you do you, because you belong here because you belong here and you don't just belong to us. Of course you always can belong to us. Like I I, like, I'm so accepting (laughs) of everyone, but that doesn't even matter because you belong Mm -hmm. to yourself. You belong to source period, period. I mean, should we just shut off the podcast episode? That, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm fairly sure we got our point across, but I'm kidding. So, so in this moment, as, as we're kind mm-hmm. of like winding down coach LT, you tell me with everything we've talked about so far, what is source wanting everybody to know about all of this? Mm. Ooh. Going back to my own experience, and this is something that I've learned to do every day to really look at myself in the mirror every morning and asking this one simple question. Although it's simple that on the surface, it's really powerful because it moves me in a way where not only because I'm a nurturer, but now I'm looking at myself as of what can I do today to nurture myself? What can I do today to ground myself? So I ask myself one question. How can I love you today? If there's anything that I can leave today is get into the habit of asking yourself, look into the mirror, even if that's something you haven't done in a long time. Look at your reflection with love and ask yourself, how can I love you today? And then you pick one thing, whatever that is, either be nutrition How can I feed myself? How can I nourish myself today in the way that honor my needs? Because very often we go, we're not eating right. We're underfeeding ourselves. Just pick one thing. With your sleep hygiene, what can you do to restore your body? We need sleep. 
we live in a society where we wear this badge of I'm only sleeping three hours and I'm fine, but you're not fine. With body movements, how can I move my body in a way that honors my body? With your mental health, what am I exposing my mind to? Who is in my ears? So it's all those questions. Let me just pick one thing because truth be told, we have too much going on. Life happens, right? And there will be days where you cannot honor your body 100%. We don't, to be honest with you, but you have to find that harmony. And if you have a long day and you couldn't sleep enough, did you eat right? Did you hydrate your body, right? You want to be able to go out at the end of the, the day to go to bed with something that you did for your body, even if that's one thing and that's already a win. So if there's something that I can leave your audience today, just get into the habit of asking yourself, how can I love you today? It's really going to move you into that place of making decisions on a daily basis. And even, even if that means just like moving the middle just a little bit of self-love and just taking care of yourself. Because, and again, self-love is self-care. And in most cases, is self-preservation. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like, especially for BIPOC folks, right? Mm -hmm. That self-care is self-preservation. And I, I think that we get into this narrative that tells us that we have to hustle to survive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're shaking your head. You tell me, what do you want the BIPOC folks who are listening to this to know? And I don't want people to stone me for this. <laughs> okay. Because no. we live in this culture. Of, nobody, you know, nobody will. <laughs> My community they're here for all of it. So you tell me what is moving through you right now. We live, and again, in the society where like, you know, we feel like we have to hustle, to hustle, to get what we need. But like abundance really stems from a place of rest, really stems from a place of, and again, being in harmony, right? Because with the hustles, I'm not against hustles if that's for you because I've also been hustling. But the funny thing is when I look back, the way I've been like shifting and hustling, and now that I'm really creating like boundaries or like work schedules or what I do and really operating from a place of like productivities, I more return on investments, more abundance than when I was moving from like a hustling mode. So I think it's really, and again, like honoring your needs, honoring your spirits, honoring your soul and you will be amazed on the abundance you will get in return from doing things like from doing work the right way in the way that again like honors you where you don't feel like depleted where you don't feel like you're always irritated you're always tired because you're always hustling it's draining and it's not sustainable so how do you find rest Coach LT, with all of the ways that you juggle, he knew it was coming. Well, there are times where I have to schedule rest because it can get so fast moving to a point where, and again, you fall back into your old habits, right? Of hustling. So I have to schedule rest. And like Sunday, for example, is my day of rest. Sunday is the day of the Lord is my day of rest where I really just recharge my body, right? But also during the week, I have some rest time where, you know, I might have like, you know, really long bath or like, you know, some meditation, whatever that is, but really having 
rest time where you really refresh your body, your mind and spirit, because you need that. And I noticed that when I don't have like those moments to myself, I'm moving in a way where I'm just like, okay, we're really going through the zone of being irritated or being not, you know, your best self, or you may not show up the best that you can because you haven't been able to really fuel yourself. So to me, rest is very important. And because now it's very important, it has allowed me, and again, to create and have people respect my boundaries. Because if you don't have people respect your boundaries, and it's all with you, right? If you can't honor yourself, your rest, other people won't respect it either. Yes. And I also am hearing people will treat you how you allow yourself to be treated, right? So if your boundaries are not firm, people are going to mow over them. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not a judgment of others. I think it's just, it's the lesson. We need to be firm with our boundaries. We need to learn that lesson. And sometimes, I mean, Mm -hmm. there were so many times in my life, I felt like a doormat because people would just take, take, take. And I'm like, well, what am I, what am I letting them have? Mm -hmm. Right. So, gosh, coach LT, I just, I love this conversation so much. So tell me really briefly, if you had a bumper sticker, coach LT bumper sticker that you want everybody to see on the back of your car, what would that say? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say my fusion term, which is French for my daughter. I love you. Really talking to your inner girl, but it's a story for another day. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is (laughs) because that's something like my dad told me when I was older. Because I grew up not, you know, hearing that from my dad, and when he said it, it just like shifted in me. So that will be Mm. something that will be on my uh, bumper sticker, my future time. You know, like you know, I love you. You know, because we have to love ourselves. We have to love our inner girls. We have to love who we are because without that love, we really can love somebody else. We just can't. And, we and it's not try. the way they need to be loved. No. Ah, oh, Coach LT, you are such a beautiful light and such a beautiful oh, spirit. Thank you. you. Can you tell everybody how to get in touch with you? What's the best way to connect with you? Because there will be an inevitably... People are just like, okay, I need a little Coach LT in my life. They can get in touch with me via Instagram at your Coach LT, Y-O-U-R-C-O-A-C-H-L-T. I was almost starting to speak in French by then because it was too fast for me. (laughs) I love that so much. And French is like, it doesn't even matter. You can say, I just went to the bathroom and did a number two and I'd be like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. So yeah, at your Coach LT, that's how they can get in touch with me on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Coach LT. It's just always such a pleasure to connect with you. You are brilliant. You're beautiful. You're divine. And you're so worthy. Thank you. Thank you, Lilani. Thank you so much. Oh, gosh, friends. Thank you so much for being here today to witness this beautiful episode with Coach LT. I think what's really standing out for me about this interview, as I look back on it, it's this notion that self-love doesn't always have to be this giant sweeping thing, right? I think what I love so much about this conversation is that we are already divinely created, right? By simply existing, we can stand in our divinity and we get to make choices about how to exercise that divinity. And so what is one small thing, you know, to quote Coach LT, 
What is one small thing that you can do for yourself today, whether that's physical, whether that is mindfully eating something that just shows yourself love, right? We don't have to be prescriptive when it comes to this treating our human bodies well, right? We are divine beings and we get to make small choices every day to honor ourselves. I invite you to connect with Coach LT. All of the ways to connect with her are in the show notes. If you'd like to connect with me, I'm on all the socials at Shaman Leilani. But for now, friends, be still and live into your impact. So much love to you today and talk to you soon.